everyone, it's Sandy Caldwell. Welcome to episode number 46 of Quilt Cabana Corner. I hope you'll go grab your coffee, tea, water, whatever is your pleasure, and join us for a fun, quilty episode. I have lots of new things to talk about in review on the podcast today, and that's good news for all of you and bad news for my husband because I ordered and bought a lot of stuff this month. So, um, go grab your drink, come on back, and we'll get started. So my new purchases this month included a new sewing machine, a new Fitbit, and some new exercise equipment. So let's unpack all those yummy things and we'll talk about each one. And full disclosure, I haven't used the sewing machine that much. I've only done a couple of days of work on it, so I'm giving you a general idea of how I feel about it so far. And did I need a new sewing machine? Absolutely not. Did I want one? Yes, I did. Do I always want one? Of course, of course. So I'm going to blame Alex Anderson and our friend Matt Sparrow from Canada because new on the scene, probably about six months ago or more, are these new ever-sewn sewing machines. Rumor has it that they are a fifth-generation Bernina machine and they are being manufactured for the Brewer company. Now, these machines, there's several different versions of them, and I went for the medium version one, which was called the Everstone Sparrow 20, and it is the cutest little red and white machine, although Leah says it's more of a pinky red than a true red, but that's okay. It don't matter. No matter the color, it's adorable, and... I saw Alex reviewing this machine on a video through the quilt show and I have to tell you just the sound of the machine made me want it so bad. I know I'm crazy. I, I don't know but just that lovely clacking clickety clack as it was going on and it had a million features. Now I have this this machine I'll start by saying this machine is to be my travel machine or the machine that I'll bring down when I'm demonstrating something for a student or a workshop. The current machine that I have is a brother machine for travel and I love that machine but it has some quirks to it. So I was willing to spend the money to replace that one and um, it's just such a fun little machine. Now I'm also going to blame our friend Matt Sparrow of Sparrow Studios in Canada because he was also demonstrating these machines on their Facebook page and stuff. So, bottom line, I ordered it, and I love it, and I can't wait to use it some more. So, by middle of the line, the machine price was $279. That is what's being quoted as the sale price everywhere, and as far as I can tell, it's always on sale. I've not seen it for more than $279. Now the clincher for me was when Sewing Machines Plus, which is a company out of California, mailed me a coupon for 10% off. So, you know, the machine was on sale and I had this coupon for 10% off on top of that. Oh yeah, and free shipping. So didn't take long for me to pull the trigger on that one. And I'm really, I'm very happy, very, very happy with it. 
So let's talk about some of the features. I also just want to say before we talk about the features that my everyday workhorse machine is a Baby Lock Symphony. So that's a much more expensive machine and that's the one that I use every day. This one is just like a fun extra machine. So it can't be compared to say my Baby Lock or a high-end Bernina or anything like that. Okay, so I'm going to be just sort of reading what some of the features are um, off of Amazon and coincidentally the price is still $279 on Amazon. So this is what it says, so basically you'll know what all the features are. The Everstone Sparrow 20 is a computerized model for ambitious sewers. The stitch package includes 80 stitches with a generous maximum stitch width of 7 millimeters in 15 needle positions. The practical start-stop function lets you control the stitching process without using the foot pedal. The needle position up-down allows you to specify the needle position at the end of the row of stitching. Features, machine type computerized hook system, drop-in rotary free arm length, stitches per minute 850, upper thread tension control, manual thread cutter, start and stop button, LED light, needle up-down positioning, twin needle capacity, two-step presser foot, electronic foot control, 80 stitch patterns, one-step buttonhole, 14 utility stitches including stretch stitches, one darning stitch, 49 decorative stitches, 10 quilting stitches, uh, bobbin winder, seven presser feet, dust cover, um, Included accessories, zigzag foot, zipper foot, sliding buttonhole foot, overlock foot, blind hem foot, applique foot, um, bobbins, large spool cap, small spool cap, small, oops, spool felt spool pin, screwdriver, right seam guide, brush, seam ripper, needle set, blah, 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 warranty, 10-year mechanical, one-year electronics, one-year labor through brewer sewing. So basically, the machine has all the bells and whistles that people would want in a new machine, especially the needle up-down and the fact that it can do the twin needle is awesome. It has the, um, man the automatic threader, which is really, really important, I think, for people. It's so hard to see to thread that needle. So it did not come with a quarter-inch pressing. Um, presser foot and it did not come with a walking foot. So those are two things that obviously for quilters would be very important. So on my baby lock machine I didn't really care for the quarter inch foot that came with it so I took the one that was on the brother machine and coincidentally that quarter inch foot also fits the, the um, Everstone machine and it's my favorite quarter inch foot. I just think it's a perfect nice quarter inch foot and I actually found them on Amazon for five bucks, six dollars, excuse me. So I just ordered another one so that I can have one on the Baby Lock and one on the Everstone, and that will make me happy. I am not too worried about a walking foot. I'm pretty sure that the walking foot that I have for my Baby Lock will probably fit that machine too, but I don't really plan on doing much quilting on it. I really think I'm going to mostly be doing piecing. I like to have it set up in the dining room. That's where it is now. It's in my so easy table. 
And I keep joking, why keep my sewing in one room when I can have it in every room? So far, I've got it in my craft room, my dining room, <laughs> my bedroom as the long arm machine. So yeah, I'm a big advocate of just taking over everything. Um, oh yeah, my stash is in my upstairs bathroom cabinets, so. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, if that was important to you to actually be able to do your quilting on it, you would want to get a walking foot for it for sure. And I think that you could probably get one inexpensively. And I have sat down, like I said, I made my improv quilt blocks on the machine. And I just, it's just smooth sailing. It's just a really nice machine. And it does sound as good in person as it did on those videos. Gosh darn it. Um, and you can just tell it's a quality machine. And in fact, if my daughters were interested in sewing, which currently they are not, uh, this is the machine that I would get for them because I just feel like it has absolutely everything. I love that it's computerized. Oh, and the pretty um, decorative stitches. One is a dolphin. So I stitched out a whole line of dolphins and showed it to Leah trying to get her interested the other day. She didn't bite, but the decorative stitches are very, very pretty. Everything from hearts to flowers and swirls and vines and everything in between. Now, all like the blind hem foot and all that stuff, I'll never use that. I mean, seriously, I'm going to use my quarter inch piecing foot and I'm going to piece quilts on it. That's what I'm concerned with. Um, I, I mean, it does have the darning foot, so you could do free motion on it. For something small, I would, like a little wall hanging or something like that. I definitely would. Um, other optional feet include a gathering foot, a hammer foot, and a cording foot. Um, I don't really see myself using any of those. Um, it's pretty intuitive. I, you know, had the manual next to me, but I didn't really seem to need it. I think if you've worked on any type of computerized machine before, you're going to get the hang of this very quickly. I have not wound a bobbin on it yet. It came with a full bobbin, and that's sort of what I was just working with. It was very easy to thread. The directions were clear. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just everything you want in a nice little machine. And I, I so far I recommend it. And I don't want to say, oh, go buy one, because like I said, I haven't had it for all that long. They are very, very popular right now. I will say that. And the ones that are uh, more money, I think the next one up, oh, just dropped something, sorry. The ones that are more money, the next one up, are in the three to four hundred dollar range, and that was more decorative stitches. And I'm not sure what other features it has. I just knew that for my purposes, I didn't need the most expensive one. And then the one that's below that, which I think is under two hundred, is actually not computerized. So I really like this one. All right, so that's the sewing machine. I also bought. A new Fitbit and I bought the new Fitbit because I bought new exercise equipment and the exercise equipment that I bought you might have seen on Shark Tank it's the Simply Fit balance board so the Simply Fit balance board is basically just that it's a balance board and you spin on it 
And I think the person on Shark Tank who put their money behind it, I didn't see the episode though, was Lori. And the premise of it is that it's pretty much a whole body workout. The fact that you are balancing on the board is working your legs, your butt, your core, and you're always trying to get your purchase on it. So you're engaging those muscles all the time. And then you're twisting on it and that is working like your oblique muscles and if you use two or three pound hand weights which i like the hand weights because it gives me a, it propels me a little bit for the spinning you're also working your arms and there's a dvd that comes with it with all different routines but of course my routine that i like the best is that i like to be on it with the hand weights doing my twisting thing watching the quilt show <laughs> so I'll put the quilt show on and that's broken up into segments so I can be on it for 20 minutes, 40 minutes, an hour, whatever I have time for that morning. So like this morning I did two segments of the quilt show and it was 40 minutes worth. So my Fitbit that I had was the Fitbit One and that is one that you clip to your waist or to the inside of your bra. Well it does not measure steps on the Simply Fit board. But when I put it in a wrist thing and wore it on my wrist, it was registering steps. But that particular Fitbit is not meant to register steps on the wrist. So I wasn't really sure if it was doing it accurately. And because I very much want this to be my morning routine, and so far it has been. And I've had it for several weeks now, and I've been on it, I think, maybe I've missed two days, but I've been on it. So I ordered the Fitbit Alta which is a sleeker black band. You can get other colored bands, but I like the black. Sort of a sleeker Fitbit that just looks like a bracelet. And it is meant to be worn on the wrist, obviously, so I feel in that sense it's very accurate. It's also fancy in the sense that it monitors your sleep and you can get your text messages on it. So if the text message is long, you don't get the whole message. You can just see that someone texted you and you see the first couple of words. So the way that the steps break down on the Simply Fit board is this. Basically, for every 10 minutes you're on it, you're getting a 1,000 steps. And I love that because at the end of the day, if I'm at 8,000 steps and I'm like, oh, I really want to get to 10,000, I know I just got to jump on that thing for like 20 more minutes and I'll hit it. It's been a great workout. I can see a difference in my arms. I can see a difference in my midsection. Working the core, of course, is always great for um, keeping your posture straight. And I know we talked about that last time that I had gotten the back weights to use when I'm long arming and when I'm going to be piecing for a long time. And I am still using that and I like it very much. So the Simply Fit board, it goes on your hardwood floor the best. It, on the carpet, it's a little bit slow, and I tried putting a towel under it. I tried putting rubber shelf liner under it. I just didn't want to wreck my hardwood floors, but what I found out was that they sell a mat that goes under it, and that works perfectly. So the, the Fitboard itself is about $40. I got mine at CVS with a $10 off coupon. I think Bed & Bath has them, and you can use a coupon. And then the mat that goes under it is $19. And I highly recommend that because it's the best surface and it won't wreck the floors. So that's what I've been doing. I've actually, I've lost 10 pounds, which I'm thrilled about. I definitely want to lose at least 10 more before our Hawaiian vacation this summer. 
So it's working. Uh, I think the exercise definitely helps. You know, it always makes you feel better and happier and all of that. And um, of course, helps you get a good night's sleep at night. So the Fitbit Ulta, I definitely recommend. I love it so far. And also the Simply Fitboard. So there you have it. That's three things. Now, what else did I get? I thought I got something else. Nope, maybe that was it. Okay, that was it. So I wanted to just say thank you to everyone after the last episode. There was an outpouring of people um, who were saying that they were happy that this podcast is back. And I'm happy to be back. And I thank you all for all of your kind words and comments. And I believe that listener Sharon left me a comment on Podbean which I appreciate very much. And when I just went back this morning to reread it so that I could read it to all of you, it appears Podbean has eaten the comment. I don't know where the comment went. So something is wrong with their feed. And probably in the next 24 hours when it updates again, the comments will return. I don't know what happened with it, but I, I, I believe it was Sharon. So if I'm wrong with that name, please forgive me, but thank you. Um, and yes, leave me comments. If you don't want to leave them on Podbean because you're afraid they're going to be eaten, leave them on my blog, which is quiltcabanapatterns.com forward slash blog. All right, let's check the list and see what else I have to talk about. Before we continue, one little disclaimer. I lost the 10 pounds also because I'm dieting, not because just because of the Simply Fit board. So when I just re-listened to that little segment, I, I realized it sounded like maybe that was all the credit was going to Simply Fit board, and I don't think that that is so. Okay, now I did join something. I knew I had something else. Uh, I joined ICAP, which is the International Association of Creative Art Professionals. This is a professional organization and coaching service that is run by Morna McGever Gullitz. And she's someone I've been following for a couple of years. She has some high profile um, creative clients. And she has several, she has a lot of free stuff available to people. But then she also has several levels of membership and she runs the Creative Arts Business Summit, which is known as CABS, and that happens every March. So I've been following Morna's blog for quite some time. She does a lot of free um, like video calls, video conferencing calls that I have dialed into before and listened to. Uh, most of the time they're recorded, so if you can't make the time of day that she's having it, you can listen later. And she started out as a quilter herself doing craft shows and this that and the other thing and has now morphed into someone who motivates and helps people like me who have a small business and whether it's their full-time job or their part-time job or their second job or whatever she sort of helps you gain the momentum and to move yourself to the next level, to get motivated, to actually put your ideas into action. And by bringing all of us together um, through like a mastermind group, you're able to bounce ideas off of people, see what you know, people who are way far ahead of you are doing, and um, you know, your opportunity to help someone who's just maybe starting coming along. So the level of membership that I chose, again, is their middle of the road one, it was uh, like a discounted price of $167, I think. 
normally it's close to 200 my membership level gets me in on the monthly phone calls that are specific to the people who have actually joined these are above and beyond the free ones uh, you can also speak to a lawyer about um, intellectual property rights and copyright and stuff like that and they have a book club where it's a business book and you dial in and you talk once a month with the group of people uh, about that business book and how you can translate it to your own business cabs of course which is the business summit that's a big that's like a weekend long um, seminar I'm, I'm trying to think of the word I can't think of the word but I think seminar is close and you go and you meet in different groups and uh, there's speakers and presentations and things like that that's held in Maryland so I will be attending that next year and in addition to these monthly phone calls, so there's the book club one, then there's the regular business one. She also has people come in and speak on these things from different industry, creative industries. She, it's also, a, um, I think it's like a magazine that comes out maybe six times a year on the craft business. I haven't received that yet. You can also get discounts through her on things like web hosting and domain names and stuff like that which I don't need because I already have that all squared away um, and then there's this library of all the calls that they've had so sometimes when I'm on the simply fit board or I'm on my sock loom I will have one of those recordings going and listen to that so far I have learned a lot of stuff um, I've also joined their Facebook group, which is like sort of the private mastermind group. And Morna herself answers the questions. A lot of times the other business owners will answer the questions or point you in the right direction. So far, I feel like it's been very worth it just in terms of how I even view myself in my business. Um, I think it gives you the confidence to continue and to feel like there are other people out there who are in your situation who are you know trying to figure out which direction you know what's the one thing that your business is about sometimes it's hard to really pinpoint like what's your one thing so for me I always struggle between is it pattern design is it long arm is it teaching um, and it doesn't mean that that one thing is the only thing you do of course there are many things that you have to take care of in a day uh, it just means it's like what your focus is on. What What is the one thing that drives your business um, that's going to create the income for you? Because if you're not making money, really, it's not a business, it's a hobby. So, I don't know, I'm learning so much from it. And I just got on to the next book for the book club, which was called The Lo No, what's it called? The War of Art. And I finished the book in two days flat. It's a short book and it's so good. And it's really about your creative muse. Actually, I'm going to read you a description of it because the book was just so fantastic for creatives who like authors, painters, quilters, doesn't matter what your business is. We all get caught up. And by caught up, I mean um, held back and held back of, by our own doing, by our own thoughts. So here's the description of the book. It's called The War of Art, and it's by Stephen Pressfield, who is an author. I think he's a screenwriter, maybe, also. 
and here's the description and it was on Kindle for seven dollars and thirty nine cents so it's definitely affordable and also paperback was just nine dollars and ninety one cents okay so the little description of it says a succinct engaging and practical guide for succeeding in any creative sphere what keeps so many of us from doing what we long to do why is there a naysayer within how can we avoid the roadblocks of any creative endeavor be it starting up a dream business venture writing a novel or painting a masterpiece best-selling novelist stephen pressfield identifies the enemy that every one of us must face outlines a battle plan to conquer this internal foe then pinpoints just how to achieve the greatest success the War of Art emphasizes the resolve needed to recognize and overcome the obstacles of ambition and then effectively shows you how to reach the highest level of creative discipline. Think of it as tough love for yourself. Whether an artist, writer, or business person, this simple, personal, and no-nonsense book will inspire you to seize the potential of your life. I can't say enough about this book. I loved it, and I'm actually going to read it again. And then he has other books. One is called Do the Work, and the other one is called Turning Pro. So I think Turning Pro maybe is the next one. It's a current number one bestseller on Amazon, so I'm probably going to get that. They're all about $7 or $9, so definitely affordable and super, super helpful. Um, so if you're interested in reading that and you want to talk to me about it, I would love to hear from you. Um, so yeah, so that was kind of my big thing, was joining that organization, and uh, like I said, you can find her, it's um, ICAP, International Creative, International Association of Creative, oh my gosh, I can't think of it now, <laughs> Creative Arts Professionals, there you go, ICAP, the business summit is called CABS, and her name is Morna McGever, she also goes by Morna McGever Golitz, so that's that okay now next I want to talk about my long arm my long arm machine is set up to an eight foot frame currently that means that I have to turn away business for quilts that are <laughs> wider than 74 inches it's driving me crazy and so I said to Greg who my mother refers to as my prince said to my prince listen I need to find another spot for the long arm or find a way to get this thing to 10 feet because I'm limited. I actually had to turn away quilts this week because the person's quilt was larger than my frame and I just think that's a crying shame. So my prince got out his tape measure that very night and said, you know how I love a business discussion. Let's go get the tape measure. And off we went. We measured everywhere in the house, <laughs> which we did originally when we set the long arm up. Um, I just thought eight feet would be okay, but it's not. So after running around the house with the tape measure, we decided in the end that if I move my long arm machine forward a foot and a half or so, um, and I move my dresser back to where it was, which is all hard for you to imagine because I'm telling you, I'm not showing you. Long story short, we can add the two feet and still close the door. So that's very exciting for me. And I've contacted the owner of the quilt shop where I bought the machine from. 
Unfortunately, customer service is not her forte, so it's taking her a while to get back to me about how much it's going to cost to have the gentleman come back to make the frame larger. Um, so hopefully she'll get back to me soon and then I will be able to schedule him to come and be able to take quilts that are larger. So that's exciting. So you can all keep your fingers crossed for me that I hear from her soon. And um, which kind of leads me into an update on what I'm working on. I just completed my sea glass quilt so it's all bound and I will be beginning to write that pattern uh, at the end of this week, beginning of next week. It will be pattern tested and then it will be on sale um, on Craftsy and on my Etsy site. So I hope you'll pick that up. It's a beautiful, beautiful pattern in jewel tone colors and it's all made with half square triangles. It's easy peasy. Just it's a lot of pieces and takes some time but it is well worth it. And as soon as that came off the long arm, Amanda claimed it. She said, who's that for? And I said, oh, well, no one yet. And she said, oh, I really like it. So um, Amanda's name is going on it. I'm also still working on my Hawaiian quilt. I'm almost done piecing that. And then that will go on the long arm. My color play improv, um, the, re the split complementary uh, piece is done. I'll be starting a monochromatic one next and I had a lot of fun on my long arm with ruler work and fillers. There's pictures of it on the blog um, on that improv quilt. It was really really fun to work on and I'm looking forward to the next one. And my 100 blocks block I uh, will be on the blog tour May 1st will be my stop for my block and then I also just uh, put out in the mail for the next one. So that has been submitted. And I'm, oh yeah, I'm still working on my sock on the loom, which I finished one sock. It took me a month and a half, and it's too big. So I knew I made a mistake when I was working on it because when I went to go do the toe, instead of sitting down in one chunk of time and getting the toe done, I stopped in the middle and didn't get back to it for a couple days, and then I couldn't really remember where I was, and it just didn't come out right. So... I did put a picture of it on Instagram and on my Facebook page, but I will, I have more yarn. It wasn't expensive yarn, so I'm going to try again, and I'm going to be better about measuring it. Overall, the whole thing just felt too big, so we'll try, try again, and I'm really going to try to get it done in less than a month and a half. I don't know. Everything takes me so long, but you know what? That's just the way it is, and it doesn't matter. It's not a race. It's okay. It's all okay. So that's the sock update and then I will be pulling out my fabric that I bought when Amanda went to France on her school trip two years ago I made her the love notes quilt which was on Missouri Star Quilt Company one of their tutorials excuse me I'm going to cough <coughs> sorry um and she took that quilt to college with her and she loves it and Lindsay said when I go to France in two years which is this year her trip is coming up in a couple weeks will you make me the same quilt? So I bought everything then because I knew I wouldn't be able to get it now and I need to start washing the fabric and while she's in France my therapy will be to work on that quilt for her. So there's that and then I also have Gail bought me the most beautiful, my student Gail gifted me with a beautiful blue and white layer cake pack and I'm going to be making an orange peel quilt 
for myself with that and that I'm going to construct all on my new Eversone machine. So that's exciting. Um, everything's exciting today. I don't know why. It's a great day. I have to make my own excitement over here. Anyway, um, we're at about a half an hour. I'm trying to keep them sort of short, but I wondered what y'all thought about if I came up with a block of the month pattern or something uh, that was a wall hanging size, maybe not a full quilt size, or maybe it should be a lap size quilt. I don't know. Maybe you guys can tell me, but I was thinking it would be nice to do an applique block of the month. Um, I've never done one before, so let me know if that's something you think you might be interested in. And also, um, the downer news, I'm sure most of you probably have heard, is that Mark Lipinski is in need of another new kidney. His kidney that he calls Beyonce um, has failed. He's going to be starting dialysis. Uh, the failed kidney is a result of some medicine that he had to take to clear up another illness that he got last Christmas. So he is blood type O, I believe. Uh, but it doesn't matter your blood type. You can go on his website or blog, Facebook page, whatever. Um, all the information is there if you think it might be something that you would like to do as a donor. He has said that his insurance pays for everything, um, not only his operation, but yours. And I didn't realize this, but if you donate a kidney and then later you need a kidney, you go right to the top of the list. So, uh, something to think about. Mark um, would certainly appreciate anybody who could go be tested. Um, and that's, that's the story. So, some prayers are needed there for Mark Lipinski. And that might be it. Check my list again. Hold on. Yep. Did all that. Did all that. Did all that. Yeah, I think we're good. All right, guys. Have a quilty, quilty couple of weeks. And I will be back to talk to you again soon. You can reach me at sosandy8 at yahoo.com. S-E-W-S-A-N-D-I, the number 8, at yahoo.com. Or at S, um, I'm sorry, Callwell S G C O L W E L L S is in Sandy, G is in Greg at Comcast.net. You can reach me at Quilt Cabana Patterns, quiltcabanapatterns.com forward slash blog. And I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, and I am on Instagram, all as Quilt Cabana or Quilt Cabana Patterns or Sandy Caldwell. So you can find me. All right, take it easy, guys. I'll talk to you later. Bye.